and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. I am not Jennifer. I am Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zen. And again, unfortunately, Jennifer couldn't make it due to a work conflict. Um, but the show must go on. So welcome to our water cooler episode where we talk about anything that is Disney related. So today I'd like to start off with um, Disney is currently reorganizing and focusing on streaming. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but if you look on um, look it up, what's going on is Disney realizes that there is a lot lot of lost revenue in the parks and that probably COVID will not be going away anytime soon. So they are shifting gears and they are moving towards going to where people are, um, their audiences and their audience is at home streaming movies. So some of this is taking form of um, they're going to be putting more movies onto um disney plus um that includes oh gosh i forget the name of that new pixar film coming um out. you spoke about it last week right uh is it soul yeah soul yeah soul and i think they're, we're gonna see a lot more tv shows and all those things get pushed forward and we're gonna see more things maybe from the fox catalog to encourage people to watch movies on disney plus what's your what's your thought interesting um because i kind of already like even before covid we've talked about this before but i don't really go to the movie theaters that often um Mm -hmm. for the last few years unless it's like something i'm really loyal to and i have to see it in theaters like the once it comes out but for the most part i generally wait till it hits before Disney Plus until it hits like uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of the other streaming services. So, and then even with TV, I don't like, I exclusively watch or stream things now. Like I really don't watch Disney channel for the longest time. I haven't watched Disney channel, but you know, like I don't really watch cable TV or just things that have commercials or long commercials in them. So this shift doesn't really change anything on like any of my behavior on my end and i even welcome it because that means i don't have to go i have no pressure to go to the theater in general like everything's just going to come to me on my couch do you think it would change your friend's behavior Mm, as in like how we socialize or like just people other people I think, I mean, I guess what it is, is that now that these things are going to, let's say they release more films and uh, like, for example, I I know lots of people are moviegoers and we talked, I think you were one who talked about it was that Disney plus now has this kind of simultaneous streaming opportunity. Mm -hmm. So you can watch it there and I can watch it here. And I guess we can zoom and FaceTime and almost be like next to each other in a movie theater. Um, do you see that affecting any of your friends who I, you're, you're in the gen. I'm like borderline, borderline millennial Gen Z. It's depending on where you read. Cause I'm more born 96. So sometimes the cutoffs like at 95 or, or it's like at 98. So depending on what you read, 
I'm yeah. one of those. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the youngest of adults, or or in the young group um, of adults, um, mm-hmm. young some of the youngest adults, and I mean, I'm Gen X, and I mean, I don't know. I'm I think I'm wondering as Gen X, a lot of my friends, um, their kids have left for college. So I don't know if they're going back to the movie theaters, but um, I can see some people buying this specifically and then watching it uh, yes. Disney Plus and watching it home with their friends. Yes, I agree. I also can see, I don't know if this is like, should be, uns- it's like an unspoken thing where people share their, the one person will pay for an account and then multiple people will share it. Um, with their different profiles Uh, and this was very popular especially in college because we're all broke college students we all just share one netflix account or something like that Mm -hmm. so i don't know with disney like changing to streaming obviously um and not having people go to movie theaters how this will change that kind of like sharing one account behavior because now Mm -hmm. if you want to participate in that um like multi, yeah, yeah, the the multi, not multiplayer, but the the service that little feature yeah. that we were talking about. Now Simon you like streaming yes, or whatever. Yeah, you'd have to have a Disney Plus account to watch it at the same time and have the same like moments to talk about and things like that. Otherwise, I'm assuming if you don't, if we're still sharing one account within and then different profiles within that account, you'd have to like FaceTime. And then kind of like time when you press start or when you pause and things like that. It's not one person controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it a little bit more tedious. Yeah. But Disney Plus is still in a, inexpensive compared to Netflix. It's I think. cheap. Yeah. It's six bucks a month. Or... Yeah. It's like six or seven bucks a month. Whereas <clears> Netflix <throat> has upped its price to like 12 maybe or even more. I'm sure there's like different tiers. But I, I think you can convince there there will be people that will be convinced to hop off sharing their friends' accounts and, and actually purchasing their own account. Yeah. Um so that was and, and and just really quickly, I guess some of the things is um not that they've committed to this, so but like we got Black Widow sitting out there. Yeah. Um we have uh there's Steven Spielberg did West Side Story for Disney. So in the kind of the vein of Hamilton, now they're doing the West Side Story, a musical um, for the movies. And that's out there. Um, There's Eternals. Um, So there's quite a few movies out there owned by Disney that, I mean, they could release it to get people to subscribe. Yes. There's like a ton of movies just in general that they've pushed back in like had so much hype before covid so that plus all the new stuff they're coming out with oh yeah what about the um oh the jungle cruise yes yes with the rock our favorite yeah <clears throat> so, so yes there's i can see this being a good thing for disney <laughs> like i don't really yeah. necessarily see anything bad about it um streaming wise and they could shift back as things get better. Yeah. So. I like how okay. they're keeping it now. I like I, at least what they've been doing, how they have, uh, I think you said Soul was coming out 
just included in the whole portfolio. You don't have to pay extra. But right. with like Mulan, they did have that extra fee. But then you just have to wait the three month period if you want to watch it included in like the seven dollars or whatever you pay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see it. I mean, I could see it doing well. I mean, I don't feel bad about watching Mulan for thirty bucks, and I haven't rewatched it honestly. Um, I don't so, either, actually. <laughs> Yeah, and because the thing is, I feel like I got my money's worth. You know, all f- my my close family, my daughter and I, and my wife, we all watched it, and we felt it was money well spent, and we thought it was a great movie. It's just we haven't had. I don't. I don't foresee us see- watching it um, before it becomes available to the great unwashed yeah, masses. Yeah, I agree. The non-elite, <laughs> <laughs> the people who waited. Yeah, the people who waited. Yeah. So I can see this doing well for them. Yeah, definitely. All right, you're up to bat. Okay, I have I have one question. I don't know if you know the answer to this. It just came up because you mentioned Hamilton. Um, with Hamilton, and obviously they filmed it before COVID with the original cast, so it had to be, I forgot when it was filmed, but a couple years back, why do, did they have, did they like film it with the knowledge or plans to stream it somewhere or I didn't know they filmed Broadway musicals. (laughs) I was not aware of this. So I don't know, like, is that normal? Do they do that with all like popular Broadway shows? I feel like this is a question for David, but he's not here. (laughs) I don't, I have no idea. You know, it's funny because um, I know that there are some things that have not been filmed and they're kind of lost to time. How's that? I'm not spe- not specifically like New York, but it, it, this is a long story. But my um, one of my favorite bands is called the Pet Shop Boys. They made a musical. They didn't go to Broadway, Broadway, but they were in London. Um, they opened up in London theaters, and um, it closed after like half a year. And there's no there's no recording of it. No one. So if you did not go Man. see it, there's there's audio recordings of it. So mm-hmm. people. There's audio recordings, but no one has a video recording of the actual musical. And so it's lost to time. That is what a thought. Like the the fact that you can't, you literally can never see that again anywhere. <laughs> that's kind of the beauty of Broadway, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's true. That's what... I mean, before they released Hamilton to Net- or not Netflix, what I'm saying to Disney Plus, I not that I don't cherish watching Broadway musicals, but whenever I'd watch Broadway musicals, it's like I'm sitting here probably for the only time in my life that I will see this. Like, there's, you know, like it's you're right. It's there's the beauty of seeing it live in person for just that one time. Yeah, well, and it's it's a, you know, I I didn't do a lot of Broadway, but I've done quite a bit of opera back mm. in the day i've never and, been to an opera i want to. oh you got to go to operas um okay. but but do the you, thing is sorry. that <laughs> oh, a little segue where do you rec or where have you gone to see operas or where do you recommend it, um whether international or domestic so so the thing is that i did a lot of operas when i was younger when i was um more when i was more in the field so it's not local but um uh let me think about this for a second so um cincinnati ohio actually has the longest uh 
running opera house or at least at the time they had been continuously offering opera for something like a hundred years so that's what they were known for um they're good opera house not necessarily the best but you know you know it's about going to the opera yes um the other thing is um cleveland i don't know if they still have it anymore but they used to have a very good opera scene and um back in the 80s and 90s they were pushing the they're kind of pushing technology um because they were a newer opera house and so like they would offer operas in um you know obviously there's lots of operas that are in italian and if you saw it um they actually had subtitles that were at the bottom of the stage what Yes, so they actually had some kind of screen at the bottom of the stage, and it was running subtitles so you can understand huh. what the people were That's singing. Really cool. I've never yeah. heard of that before. <clears throat> yeah, um, but the one I would say um, I've had an experience. I think twice. Is God, I'm getting old enough. I can't remember <laughs> anymore. Um, if you have an opportunity during the summers, they have open air opera in uh, Rome. Ooh, now like that's that's the one I suggest is if you are in Rome during the summer, the Roman bathhouse is open for opera, Whoa. and you sit there outside watching the opera, and underneath the um, Italian stars, and. If you go during August, on top of it, it's um, meteor season, asteroid season, mm-hmm. meteor season, and you'll see shooting star, falling stars all the time. That's amazing. Definitely so, going on the bucket list. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen it and like I was watching an opera and then every once in a while you look up and it's like, I think I saw like three or four falling stars in like in a period of two hours. And that was just when I, I like kind of leaned back in my seat and then looked up, it's like, Oh my God, there's another one. Son of a gun. So. <laughs> okay, back to Hamilton and Broadway. Sorry. <laughs> so, so sorry. <laughs> no, it was your fault. It was my fault. It was my it fault. Was your fault. <laughs> I was serious. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are what I suggest. Okay, uh, is, maybe we should do a sponsor break. Or yeah. did, did you finish your. Um... I mean, that was my. Oh, that was my question. Sorry. I'll actually. I'll. T- bring in a little bit of news because that wasn't quite Disney news. <laughs> that was more of an Emily it was, question. It was, a, uh, it was, this is water cooler talk. It was not necessarily, right. it doesn't have to be news. It's water cooler talk. We're curious. Okay. So okay. I'm going to play Jennifer for a quick bit, just because Jennifer always talks about like upcoming sales or like little merch stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, if you are interested or curious and you like vanity license plates, the Walt Disney World is now doing their pre-sale for the 50th anniversary um, vanity license plates, and all proceeds are going to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, cool. So it is a little cool. It's um the plate, if I'm looking at the right one, it's this kind of um shimmery, gold, purpley... Uh, I'm so bad with describing words. Um, castle. And it uh-huh. has the number 50. Um, like, if it's the castle and then you took out the shapes that would make 5-0. That's what I'm trying to explain. And then underneath it says Walt Disney World. So it this is... is Disney pretty... World. Okay. Disney World, yeah. yes. 
Um, so it's nice, cute. If you're looking for specifically Walt Disney World now, it's not going to say Disneyland, but the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, they are doing pre-sale for those vanity plates and you can help out make a wish. Well, now I need to register a car in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this seems like a good time for a short message from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals. And we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. Welcome back, everyone. So let's talk. Um, I want to hear what your thoughts on this are. Um, content warnings. Have you noticed mm -hmm. when you're watching, I'm back to Disney Plus, that if you watch <laughs> certain Disney Plus shows, especially the older ones, they now have content warnings that say essentially like depiction of uh, this program includes negative depictions or mistreatments of peoples or cultures and et cetera, et cetera. I, I have, I've not seen it on Disney Plus, but I am familiar with like the concept in other movies what um what have they added them to you know what i actually started going through the mickey mouse i think it was the mickey mouse archives so there was a lot of mickey mouse films from or like shorts from like the probably i'm gonna say the 40s okay and mickey mouse and donald duck and everyone were doing things that were questionable I, I feel like maybe there was smoking involved or something ah. like that. Or or then there's something, some, I don't remember this specifically, but they're talking about racist stereotypes and those types of things. That's okay. what they're putting in front of. So it's in front of things like Peter Pan, Dumbo, and Fantasia now. Yes. Yep. I would expect so. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Good? Bad? I mean, I don't. I'm not against it by any means. Um, again, though, like I saw those films like the first time, not the first time it came out, but like obviously before these content warnings were out and those images didn't really affect me in like a negative way. It just, I knew it was a animation. It's a cartoon and I know it's not really depicting real life. Maybe that's just me, but I mean, cool. I mean, good on them, I guess, to add some sort of warning i guess to be i don't know what words i'm trying to say i'm just yeah. saying that um neat update nope. i i have no um no, nothing against it <laughs> you know I, I i actually have nothing against it um i i think we're living in a new time yes agreed and things in the past that were done um, were not necessarily done in the spirit of being mean. Right. I think also um, one of the things about life is that you learn and you grow up and you change. And um, 
like and disney is a hundred years old i mean when you think about all their movies and stuff they've been doing this for a hundred years and cultural and societal um norms have changed dramatically for the better and i think it's good to address them um yes 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 yeah i totally follow what you're saying um and i much prefer this like keeping the original just adding this content warning before the film versus completely removing it from like being able to watch it like um yeah what other there was another streaming service that removed something because well, apparently of 30 things. rock there was a bunch of things they did that they had to remove interesting i think they did like blackface skits mm. or something like that or wow i, I didn't see it but you know so there's yeah. some, even things that are more contemporary have been yeah know. i i still i i like that they keep the content because you like you said it's like a learning you you want people to learn you don't want people to just like disregard that it just never happened um so yeah i i do prefer this route versus just removing it from history oh uh were you thinking gone with the oh that's what it was i I, it was a black and white film i just couldn't remember what it was yes it was gone with the wind i've never seen it but that i remember reading about how was it hbo or something removed it from their service hbo yeah 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 so yeah i mean it's um do you you know if you erase history then you can't learn from it but so it's it's nice that they're i guess i'm i approve of the footnotes me too i am a footnoter yeah i approve i approve of the footnotes and it gives us um an understanding that we need to have a discussion um with especially kids who don't understand these things Mm -hmm. Right. So. And then it allows you, if you watched it before and now you're rewatching it with the, these new, this new information, you kind of like watch it through a different lens, mm-hmm. which is always interesting, I think. Um, but yeah, good, good on Disney, I would say. Yep. Cool. All right. Do you have more, I Any have... more topics for this week? I have one thing I just pulled up on Disney News. Um, This is not like a... I just Googled Disney News. Uh, One of the most expensive homes sold in Orlando area is in Disney. That is the headline of this article. I'm not too sure what that means. Okay. Oh, okay. So one of the most expensive homes that was sold in the Orlando area is none other than Disney World's Golden Oak community. So Golden Oak apparently is this exclusive housing community that's actually inside of the Walt Disney World property. All these things I'm saying is news to me. (laughs) I did not know any of this. Uh, But this week, that home sold for $3.3 million. Wow. uh, Yeah. That's I had no idea. I guess it's a resort community. So you can either buy homes and live in there or like use them as vacation homes so okay so first of all are you familiar with celebration celebration 
Uh, Florida? No. Okay. No. So, um, if, okay, so lots of people don't know that originally Epcot was not just supposed to be kind of like a world showcase. It was also supposed to be um, a neighborhood. It was designed that people could live at Epcot or something along those lines. What? And then, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I might be misquoting, but in the end, what ended up happening was Disney instead built a city called Celebration Florida, and it is a master plan community, but instead of like kind of like California and um, Southern, like Irvine company, yeah. mm -hmm. um, it is actually a master plan community de designed by the Walt Disney Company. And they ha and it's very much the idea at the originally is kind of like designed to try to be this ideal community with the white picket fences and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's very exclusive. And I think what you're talking about was is like an, an exclusive, exclusive version of the same thing. Yes, sounds like it. Golden, yeah. it's Golden Oak Community. And I heard that is hyper expensive, and it's like. The whole place is just CEO. The CEO owns this one. 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 I mean, it's just see, it's a who's who's list, and they just come out and hang out every once in a while. Wow! Because they own property next to Disney World. <laughs> Imagine Golden Oak. For some reason, that also sounds like it's a retirement home. It, it does. <laughs> 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 but I'm actually on their page right now, and it's um, – I forgot. I don't see – it said very briefly I read that it's, like, single family homes. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's Golden Oak and Walt Disney World Resort Community. They've got a clubhouse. They've got tons of lounges. You get to go and to I... special events at Walt <clears throat> Disney World. And the houses start around two or something? Yes. Two, I mean, two, when I say two, I mean not 200,000. I mean like <laughs> two million. I add guess I should zeros. clarify. <laughs> yeah, out of quite a few zeros. Yeah. How, How fascinating. Yeah. It's like their I, own perfect Disney world land. I think I like it here in California. It's less humid. I do too. Agreed. You know, so. And, and you know what? I'm sure that every house has Disney Plus for free, though. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine that's one of their perks. <laughs> Every house comes with free Disney Plus. Yes. I wonder if they come with um, tickets to the parks, too. I wonder, like, once a year, maybe even more frequently than that, or just lifetime passes. Annual report. Yeah, you would think they would get annual passes for as long as they own or yeah. something like that. Now I need to know more about this place. We'll, I know. we'll come back with a book report next we week. We definitely will. Maybe we'll dedicate at least half an episode <laughs> to just yeah. dissecting everything about this community. But that's my find for cool. uh, this week. Yeah. All right. Um, any last minute topics or thoughts of Disney? I miss it. Uh <laughs> no, just that we don't need Jennifer, apparently. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> no, come back, Jennifer. I'm <laughs> Please come back, Jennifer. Yep. Okay. 
So that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you so much for listening, even if it was just me and Zen. Um, but be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. You can also find us on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And as always, thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And once again, that's ce.uci.edu. And we are the largest public university and the only public university in the same county as Disneyland. Disneyland. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye.